situation. I can't go on without talking about him putting the water bottle on Glenn's head. I mean, <laughs> I absolutely creased up. I think I rewound it and watched it about five times. And it's... Coming to you live from the most landlocked county in Ireland, it's the Park Pals Podcast. It's your hosts, Peter, Donna Marie, and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip. Hello and welcome everybody to this week's Sport Pals Podcast Episode 3. How are we all this evening? Yeah, all, all really good. Looking forward, excited for another episode and talking about this week's Below Deck. I'm good. I'm smothering with a cold, but I'm here. Let's do it. Well, let's get straight into it. So we Gary back this week. First thoughts, anybody? Yeah, Gary's Gary's back. Gary, Gary kind of came back with a bang, didn't he? Straight in. Jay seems to fall, have fallen foul of Gary quite quickly. I don't know how much of this is Gary just being, okay, they had it their own way for one charter. Now I'm going to come in and, you know, stamp my authority on them, let them know who's boss. Or how much of this is Chase doesn't understand the concept of two ears and one mouth and using them in that ratio. I'm a little, I think it's a little bit from column A and a little bit from column B, if I'm honest. I saw that on Instagram during the week. It gets worse. It gets a whole lot worse between the two of them. Gary is, like for starters, right, Gary is telling you to do something. Gary's your boss. Like, let's be clear. Gary's in charge. And Gary is very, very experienced. Chase is relatively new. When Gary tells you to do something, you can make a suggestion. But if Gary just says, no, that's not what we're doing. You should just stop at that. There's, You shouldn't continue on. There's no need to sort of try and argue the point. He's got a lot of years working on boats. He knows what he's doing. And he, this is his third year on this boat in particular. So he knows how this boat runs. I agree. Boat. Look, it's like any job. There's a chain of command. Gary's his boss. He should be going in there and listening and doing what he's told to do. And uh, this this doesn't seem to be like I mean this is completely at odds with the person that we saw in last week. week one and week two. This is a very different chase. Even Colin said it. Like even Colin turned around and said, "I didn't have this problem with him." Yeah, it's like a pissing contest, I'd say now between the two of them for the rest of the season. And we all thought, well, I definitely thought that Alex was going to be the one that causing the problems. I didn't see Chase. I just assumed he'd go right. Yeah, that's grand. Whatever you say, I'll do. But I have found with Gary, it's definitely creating a pattern where he always finds somebody on the deck team to not pick on. But, like, they'll always do something that pisses them off. Yeah. Like, we had Tom last season, and then your man... Um... Tom would have tested Job. Like, I mean, let's let's be fucking honest mm-hmm. about it. Tom. Tom was a gobshite. I, I don't think he's the best example, but I do get your point. I, I, I do get where you're coming from. Listen, you just brought Alex up in conversation. I can't go on without talking about him putting the water bottle on Glenn's head. I mean, <laughs> I absolutely... Absolutely creased up. I think I rewound it and 
watched it about five times and it's still funny today. I came across it on social media today and I was creased. Number one, the first thing that came into my head is, again, Glenn, move the fuck over in the bed. Like, move over. Yeah, this is yeah. Glenn's doing. This is all Glenn's doing. Glenn, get your fucking ass in against the wall and stop being a creep with your fucking lying back like a Count Dracula in the fucking bed. Like, what are you trying to prove, kid? You know, just get under there. You know, I'm asleep. Who cares, dude? Get under there and this shit won't happen. I know. And then Alex is like, oh shit, my bad. (laughs) And then then he went and he dropped, was it the glasses he dropped on him then or something like that? And, And Glenn just picked up, slammed them down on the counter. And I think I actually texted you the other day, Donna, and I said... Because obviously we know Donna has said it for the last two weeks. She doesn't think Alex is going to survive the season. And I basically said, well, if he keeps dropping shit on Glenn's head, Glenn's just going to fire his ass. So he really isn't going to last the season. I swear I laughed so much, so much at that. I would hate to be stuck in that room if I was on that boat. I'd rather sleep on the floor. Yeah, you'd sleep anywhere but there. It's the pure short straw. Like, sleeping with the yeah. fucking captain. Like, I mean, I know it's a small boat, but come on. In all fairness, we all know Gary should be in there. Gary's the chief officer, force mate, whatever his ranking is. He's the one that should be in with the captain. And the deckies should be just in together and, like, Colin is going to be in there as well. There is no unearthly way the low man on the boat should be sharing cabin with the captain. That's just no. In fairness, if you knew you were going on that boat, you'd actually sleep on that dock the night before to be the first one there to be like, oh, I'm forced. I'm not in that room. I'm not sleeping. No, no, not fucking happening. No. Gary wasn't even there. This bed was saved for him. To be fair, I don't think they put Glenn through it, putting Gary in that room. I think it's just safer all around if Gary is just where he's meant to be. Look, as you said, Gary's been on that boat for a few years now. That's his bed. He has a right of passage, you know. Yeah. That's his bed. So, you know, seniority has its perks at the end of the day. and But I think that room's going to get very uncomfortable if things between Gary and Chase continue down this road. Yeah, like he's just given off vibes where he holds a grudge. Chase does. And I feel that Gary's a little bit, you know... He can spit his dummy out the pram as well. So they're probably very alike. Therefore, they're going to clash in a massive way, personality-wise. So Gary comes back. Obviously, there's been shenanigans. There's been a night out. He gets wind. Alex's, you know, kiss Daisy. So Gary now knows that Alex was with Daisy. And he's like, oh, yeah, it took me two years to kiss Daisy. Fair play to the kid, you know. But inside, he's fucked. I missed the first night. This is the shit that happens. It would be too obvious to take it out on Alex. Yeah, maybe you're right. As I so, say, he likes to spit his dummy out the pram, so. Yeah. So, the boat, the boat moves. The boat is, the boat is sailing again. Oh my God, the joy in Collins' face. I was so happy for him. Delighted. He was, like, he was like a proud father watching his child go off to school. Yeah. Or his first day at school, he's like, yes, man, look fucking stop. This boat is moving. Fair play to him. Fair play to him. I mean, like, not only is he sound, but he's like, obviously, a very, very skilled, intelligent man and really good at what he does. 
Look, he's, he's been working on boats for 15 years. So he's been engineering on boats for 15 years. He obviously knows his way around uh, the engine room. It's great to see that they're all up and running. You can see it even has brought like a new lease of life to the team, that they're finally out on the water. Like, Yeah. Yeah, and how happy was Glenn to have, you know, the boat moving, Gary's back. Glenn just looked like a kid on Christmas. He's like a whole new fucking human. It's like, it's like, it's like normal Glenn is back. Evil I know. Glenn, evil Glenn is gone. He was at the dock. <laughs> I think Evil Glenn was actually in the aftercooler when they got rid of it. Um, look, I think it's just very clear now. We didn't know and wondered at the start, was this a new Glenn or was it just the pressure of the situation? And I think after this week's episode, it's very clear it was all just down to the pressure of what was happening. No bow. The guests were a little bit antsy and he didn't know whether the season was going to go ahead. Hence why he was yeah. the way he was. 100%. 100%. It was nice to see the Glenn we know and love back. And they did have a celebrity on this week's Below Deck Sailing. He came second in American Idol to Kenny Clarkson. Yeah, this was... this is. I, I, I didn't notice this. Was this actually mentioned in the episode? No, he was the one no. who tripped down the stairs and spilled his drink. You brought this to my attention after the fact. And I was like, wow, like really didn't didn't know who the the guy was like it's a long time since kelly clarkson won America. like that was american idol season one kelly kelly clarkson yeah, was the first no. winner of american idol so that's a long time yeah. i have to say he's holding the ears the kid he doesn't Absolutely. look like he must be like what's kelly clarkson like kelly clarkson's well in her 40s now surely yeah i'd say i don't know i should the same age as me like which is into her 40s, Donna. Get over yourself. You're in your 40s, girl. I'm <laughs> no, 40. the same age as me. Yeah, which is in her 40s. I'm still clinging on to 39, okay? Yeah, you can cling on to it all you want, but the only 39 you'll be getting is a bus, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, about the guests, how amazing were they? How kind were they like? Like, could we have had two more polar opposite sets of guests? We had the fucking toilet roll monster last week <laughs> fucking whinging about her, whinging about her towels and crying over the fact that this is the worst kitchen ever. But, uh, and then this week, you know, we have these amazing people who wanted the crew to eat with them. Yeah, they were just so nice. And I'd say, like, even Gary or Colin's speech, I was like, oh my God, like, they're so appreciative of the staff and the staff are so appreciative of them like it was so nice to see I really enjoyed that and I'd say it's probably the first and last time we'll see that sort of thing on Below Deck because it's never happened before in any season yeah yeah I mean obviously all the guests that come on whether they're nice or horrible they give a nice tip and the staff care about that the most but have that kind of treatment as well during the charter I'd love that yeah I loved them. I really did. Yeah. You know, guess watch guess watch is a big thumbs up this week now. Definitely uh definitely good for the good for the guests. We had um with a few accidents this week. <laughs> we, oh had my some, we have some bumps and bruises. Um most of them poor old Lucy's God. Like Lucy, if you're listening, I've got two words for you when you're out drinking. Bubble wrap. 
<laughs> it's cheap. It'll go everywhere. And, you know, it's fun to pop when you're lying in bed at the end of the night. But seriously, you got to do something because you cannot continue like that. Oh, my God. You will be... Her her poor back. I was like, if that was me, I would have bawled my eyes out, rang me ma, told her to get me a flight home. I would have took to the bed until it was time for me to go get me flight. I And she just got up the next day and got on with it. And at one point, her and Mads were sat on the sofa and their legs were just black and blue. I just, you see, even when the boat started moving again, my hands were up over my eyes. Every time them sails go up, this is why sailing yacht is my favourite one. I just don't know how they do it. I don't know how they work with a bow that rocks from side to side like that. And they are destroyed in bruises. And then kudos to Daisy for just going straight into mammy mode and putting that uh, baby barrier. That's what I was calling it. I know there was a name for it, but all I could think of was when I had the kids and I used to put them, when I put them from the cot into the bed and I had that little barrier up. Come here. So we must, we're looking at what? Eight, what's it? Ten seasons of normal below deck. About five or six seasons of med. This and is the fourth ceiling of sailing, yeah. And that's the first person we've ever seen having to use that thing. <laughs> Oh my god, her poor back though. Her poor oh back. It looks so painful. Like the mark that that left. Mm. Like I mean, I've woken up after some heavy sessions and had some horrendous uh, mark scratches and bruises. I can remember one time waking up and all my neck. It looked like somebody was after trying to slash me with a knife. I had fallen over a hedge and sort of caught my neck on the hedge. It was awful. Oh, my but God. It was gone within a few days. That I think she said that's still there. Like, she's still marked. Yeah, it was horrendous. But it, it was great TV. Oh, listen. From the moment she walked into the bathroom and I could see her leaning down, I was actually shouting at the screen. I thought oh, she was going to face plant. <laughs> and straight away, bang, the head. And I was like, this is, this is not going to end well. This is going to get worse. And poor Lucy, God love her, really did get worse for her. And Mads, Mads worried about, oh, I puked on the first night. Yeah, I think you're all right, girl. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think anyone noticed. Yeah, it's grand. I mean, nothing could top Tom puking in Glenn's cabin last year on the no. first night. No, that's still that. That's, that's the, still the your grand <laughs> Yeah, that's still the gold standard of making a shite of it on the first crew night. Is yeah. is is a uh, puking, basically puking in on top of Glenn. Like I mean, let's face it. You know, he was only short of shitting on the man. So yeah, Tom, you're still you're you're still in the lead, kids. <laughs> you're still in the leads. We yeah. need to give a good shout out to. Chef Alicia Dell. I mean, she whipped up that shit for 14 people. 14 people. And she, she ran short on her time. So I don't know how the fuck she magicked up that pasta from scratch. The co hangers and everything. I have to say, I thought it was so funny. Colin, like, again, love Colin. He's straight in there. He's like, look, I'll give you a hand. But, like, what a smart arse. He's there, says to her, 
you know, do you normally struggle with your time management? She was like, no, I'm really good at this. Oh, you're so you're making handmade pasta for 14 people. It's like, way to get a job in there, Colin. Like, you know. no. But fair play to her, because that's what I was saying. I was like, that was me now. They'd be getting a few fucking pizzas and chips off me. But she didn't. She didn't drop her standards because of the volume of people. She kept it up there, which is fantastic. But at the end of the day, the tip is still on the line. There's still, a, there's still a tip at the end. And if it got, you know, pear-shaped, that's a very big hole to come back from. You know, the first time yeah. anyone had ever seen a crew being invited to dinner and the meal was shite because the chef dropped the ball and the chef was sitting at the table. That's yeah. not going to be great. So, yep. yeah, a lot of pressure. But she certainly rose to the occasion. No, fair deals. She's, um, she's impressing me so far anyway. she's And she didn't even lose the rag or shout or sweat. I mean, you imagine like previous chefs that we've seen on Seasons of Below Deck having to do that. They'd be losing the rag, throwing pots and everything, like having anxiety attacks. And she was just, she was a little bit stressed, but you wouldn't have seen it. Like you wouldn't have noticed her. I'd say she was sweating all right. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say she was dry all over now. Let's just say. Okay, but, but she, um, she wasn't flapping. She wasn't flapping. No, she wasn't panicking. She wasn't getting too worked up about it. It was just get on with it. This is a professional that's been a chef for quite a long time. This is not new to her. So pressure, she's used to it. She's, it's just something different. Like, you know, I think that's the exciting thing about work for yacht chefs is that every day throws up a new challenge. And this was something that she had none of them had ever seen before. And her plate where she rose to it, she kicked ass. Oh, Daisy. Oh, Daisy. You could see Daisy with the fear when she woke up the next morning. I was, just, the- I was just about to say the same thing. Daisy woke up with the fear. like Oh, totally had the fear. Oh, 100%. But like in fairness, could you blame her? Yeah, yeah. the junior deckhand, you know. She said it herself, you know. I don't want to be messing around with the junior deckhand. And it wasn't just through her there. She was getting well stuck in. It was only at the end where she was like, okay, no bedtime and she said i think she started to realize that okay maybe this is not the best idea in the world i'd say you go into these seasons like especially when you've been on tv i'd say you go in there and you're like right i'm not gonna do it. it's like gary gary admits it. he says it out loud i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do that night one it's all done so it was just the same situation for daisy <laughs> she probably went in there saying i'm not gonna do anything and she did it look you get drunk Shit happens. You know, look, I mean, we've all done stuff. We've all been on nights out. We've all done stuff when we're drunk. You forget, obviously forget about the cameras, especially with the likes of Daisy and that that's been in this. She's been at this a while. She's well used to them being there. She probably second nature, just to switch off, forget about them, but probably a little too much. And then just does her thing, gets drunk. And then, you know, all of a sudden she's snogging Captain Mars bar. Did you see Gary getting the little jab in at him, like about the... When he was saying he captains the little um, what are them things the, called the little charter day charter. I yeah. yeah, I called them the blues cruises, and Gary kind of said the same thing. <laughs> Pretty much it for uh, this week's episode. Really, like obviously we had the crew coming back, going to bed, bit of hijinks. Gary's back, and yeah, it's setting up to the season is finally getting started properly i think yeah and then the um clip for next week shows gary doing what he does best getting on with the crew looking forward to looking forward to next week 
So that brings us to our brand new segment. It's the Battle of the Leos, where each week Donna and Maeve will compete. And yeah, we're gonna we're gonna crack on. So Donna, question A and question set B. We're gonna give you the first choice. This week's subject is uh, the current season of Summerhouse. So take your pick, Donna. I like Ross, our friends with the little cards. <laughs> you have no idea. Um, I have fucking we'll breakers and everything, girl. <laughs> I will go with B for Bravo. Ooh, B for Bravo. Now, so you have five questions, Donna Marie. Okay. So, question one. Carl and Lindsay wore matching outfits this series. By what does Versace. Versace. Very good. That's one. Question two. What did Paige admit she had to watch a YouTube video on before she did it for Craig? Anal? Oh my God, no, poaching an egg. Yeah, but that's I'm sorry. There you go. You see? Should have thought about it first. No, I'm sorry. Can't give you that one, Donna Marie. That's incorrect. Oh. <laughs> Question three. What was Sierra's disco character called? Oh my god. Oh, Karma Brown. Yes. Now. Your final question actually has several parts. It, this is two points t- basically attached to it. Um, if you get it, if you get it all right. Okay. Who actually went to Montauk? Oh my night? god! Actually went. Who actually went? Danielle. Um. Um, Sam, Gabby. There you go. That was it. That's it. Well done, Donna Marie. Donna Marie got four out of five. Well done. I'll take that. Now, moving on to Maeve. Maeve, at approximately what age will Paige and Amanda hit menopause according to their tests? 51. Very good. Question two. What is the nickname of Carl and Lindsay's apartment? No idea. No? Oh, Donna knows, Donna knows. Give it to us, Donna. I do. It's Rad House. Yeah, the Rad House. We're more like Drop House, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, how much is their monthly rent? Oh, 13,000. <laughs> like, the way they speak about it is like Lindsay was used to paying that already because she was paying six and a half grand for her old apartment. Okay, so question four What star sign is Gabby? Taurus. Well, so it's like the moon rising and the sun shining and the clouds are there. She's a Taurus. Okay, so you need to get this one right to tie with Donna Marie to bring us into our tiebreak question. What was the question 
that Danielle answered with Amanda that caused a huge row in episode four. She trusts the least in the friend room. Very good. So, we're going to our tiebreaker. Let's do it. So, what I want you to do, Maeve is going to write down her answer. Donna Marie, uh, can you put your answer in the chat? So, Sam told us that due to an abusive boyfriend, she didn't show her teeth in photographs for what period of time? Closest answer wins. You've got five seconds. Okay, pencils down. Reveal your answers, Donna Marie. Two years. Maeve? Four years. And Maeve is this week's winner with four years. Oh, oh gosh. Yes, but like her age and she's moving I was the same. I just guessed. No, because we'll see by next week that I've forgotten everything about her goldfish. <laughs> I actually have a customer that is going to say prayers for me because she was telling me she had really bad memory loss and I just felt bad for her. And I was like, oh, like I can't remember something. Like if I walk from like this door over to that door and she goes, well, I'm going to the church now and you're going to need all my prayers and left. <laughs> so... That would scare me. She reckoned she wasn't as bad as you. Yeah. You should have told her to light, a, light an L candle for you. <laughs> well, I probably got fucking 10 of them as well with the prayers. <laughs> so, um, speaking of speaking of Summer House, let's move on to the final part of the show, which is our Bravo Roundup. Maeve, what have you got for us this week? So, I went into a deep dive on social media and Google, best friend. So, do you know the way we've kind of kind of said it between the three of us ourselves for a while about Lindsay being this PR, like that hub house PR, and how maybe it's still not in existence? Yeah. Well, from kind of Reddit comments, looking at the LinkedIn page and things, like she's the only named employee. How the website hasn't been updated since 2017. And if you start putting the restaurants into Google that she says she like represents like you'll see some of them don't no longer exist okay yeah so so what does she do now so she's just like a bravo star that's it well yeah this is why i think she is like best friends with sam now because we know like in ireland if you want to be an influencer you have to get in with all the other influencers you can't just come up and start on your own and be different and I'd imagine it's the same over there. So she is now befriending Sam because A, she can get her into like the influencer circle. Now I know Lindsay has her Bravo and stuff and she does Instagram ads anyway, but this would get her more money because she's only worth a million euros or not million euros, fucking a million dollars. Whereas Paige in Sierra, like they're between four and five million dollars with the stuff that they do. Yeah, like I mean, Paige is a much more established like Paige was an influencer. That was kind of that was kind of her tact when she came in. She was, I think she was on the start of that influencer journey, and she's obviously grown her brand over time. 
And Sierra, we've obviously seen recently, is now a Victoria's Secrets model. So she's kicking ass in that side in that side of things as well. So I just I think Lindsay has like Bravo fans, a lot of them would love to see her switch over to Housewives. The fact that she said that in front of Andy on Watch What Happens Live a couple of weeks ago, maybe she's ready, maybe she wants to go there. I also saw um, when the whole thing with Scandal and all broke and how many Bravo fans wanted an Ultimate Girls trip with the other shows. You know, we have Ultimate Girls trip with just Housewives now. People are like, well, can we have an Ultimate Girls trip with, you know, some of the cast from Sudden Charm, Summer House and Vanderpump Rules. And she was very vocal in the comments on social media about wanting that as well. And there was photographs going around about the dream cast and everything. So, yeah, I think she might be ready to step away from Summer House, but she can't do it unless she has somewhere to go. Yeah, she has to have a destination. And Andy has mm. always said, with the housewives, you have to have something else going for you as well. Because they can just pull that out from under you after one season. Yeah. Yeah. It's She's a bit... not getting the brand out of Summer House that others have or, you know, that Housewives can get. But her own PR was horrendous. Yeah. Even when she did have it. Like, I mean, she was almost at her worst when she was launching this film and when it was out. So who would ever hire her to do PR when she does such a bad job of it on her for herself? Like, if you can't promote yourself, how are you going to promote me? But her and Karen actually employ their own PR people. So she has a PR person and he has a PR person. And rightly so. That makes sense because you need a professional doing it for you. But if it was your job, do you not think like you'd be better representing yourself? But you also have blind spots. And I think this is a key, I did, especially with something like PR. Like sometimes you need somebody to just tell you straight. It's like the best friend. It's like, you know, if I'm being an asshole, you know, you know, Donna's just going to tell me I'm an asshole. If, you know, you're being a bit of a bitch, I'm just going to tell you, Maeve, you're being a bit of a bitch. You know, sometimes you're not going to admit that yourself. You need that person to point it out. Carl's not going to point it out to Lindsay. So you need a professional to say, Lindsay, rein it in. This is not good. I seen somebody um, suggest during the week that Summer House had more drama when they were actually filming in New York. Wouldn't it be great to see them? move it to that where it's not just every weekend when they're in the Hamptons. We get to see them during the week as well. See a bit, more, I, their mid, see a bit more of their midweek lives and what goes yeah. on. And yeah, be a great idea. Be a little lift for the show. Mm. You know, at the end of the day, it's still a little bit stagnant this year. You know, it's, it's peaked up a little bit, but it's still a little bit stagnant. I see Maya is uh, being announced on social media as the new Alex this year missing an action hardly been yeah. seen yeah they need to keep hold of Corey like Corey needs to stay yeah, he brings the life into it like they can't do this again next year because it's just we won't watch it no apparently the only reason uh, Chris was the only new guy this year is because they found it very difficult to cast males but I now identify as a man and I'll see you on Summerhouse next year. <laughs> <laughs>
So any anything else, mate? Any any other anything else going on? Is that is that pretty much it wrapped up for the Bravo verse for this week? To me, that's it wrapped up, and I had to go on like an absolute mission to find that. Yeah, it's been it's been a relatively it's been a relatively quiet week. I think a lot of what's flying around on social media is just old hash. You know, it's still the same. You know, there's yeah. stuff coming up about like the reunions, the housewives reunions and things like that. But nothing, nothing has really, nothing has taken hold yet that we can say new, that's new. There's a lot of things I try to avoid because I don't like uh, spoilers, especially when it comes to reunions. I don't like spoilers. Yeah. I want to sit and watch that. Yeah. Um, in you know, I'm a fan of the housewives. So in housewife land, we got the trailer for Orange County and I'm really looking forward to that because Tamara is going to be back. So, other than that, that's all that's happened in Bravo Verse this week. What she said about Teresa and her husband. <laughs> Not today, Jailbird. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love uh, Tamara. Yeah, so I think we'll. I think we will wrap it up there, folks. And uh, yeah, we will catch you all next week. Thanks very much for tuning in. Take care. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye, everybody.